Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inside the Birds post-game live. Jeff Mosher and Adam Kaplan joined, as always, by Eagles Hall of Fame left tackle Trey Thomas. If you're new to the show, nothing looks really strange right now. If you've been following the show since week two, when Trey Thomas has talked about undefeated season for the Philadelphia Eagles, you'll notice he no longer has the Miami Dolphins number 72 jersey behind him in the backdrop. Trey, when when you lose your first game, sometimes it tends to be ugly and you fall hard. And I think uh, Commanders 32, Eagles 21 is pretty indicative of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was a tough game, man, you know, uh, it was just one of those games where everything, nothing worked, I mean, you know, when you can go back and you look at A.J. Brown only having one catch, I mean, I felt like Jalen Hurts, his timing was off a lot throughout the game, you know, Mm -hmm. defense, you know, our secondary, we went back to playing 10 yards off, you know, it was a tough one, but we're going to get in on it. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll carve it up. We'll go through the X's and O's. Adam, I mean, there's there's a lot of culprits here, right? There, there's four, turn, four turnovers, really three. I mean, the, the last one we won't really make a big deal of. Uh, there was bad third down defense. There was bad run defense. Terrible. And, um, you know, there were also some questionable calls. I mean, that, that contributes too, but you let a team hang around and then go ahead. And, and that's what happened here. I mean, the Eagles just did not, they didn't look like the team that they looked like for eight weeks. And we've said that you're going to have a game like that. And they did. Yeah, they had a clunker, though, though they're a Quez Watkins fumble away. It's clearly a fumble. Yes. Uh, from potentially scoring, taking a lead. Uh, but look, they turn it over four times. You can't do that. They had won the turnover battle in every game previous, and this one they did not. Uh, give Washington credit. That Give Scott Turner credit. He called a phenomenal game. You, you blame Heineke for that thrown to, to double coverage on the pick for, by uh, Gardner Johnson. But overall, he played an efficient game. Uh, mm-hmm. Trey's right. The soft coverage, I mean, it's okay. They gave up their, the run defense is an embarrassment. But the the pass coverage, that shocked me. They gave up so much room. It was like they were scared of McLaurin. He still got them there. Yeah, I thought the soft coverage in the first half, not great. And then I thought Washington actually made some good plays against better coverage in the second half. We'll, we'll get into that. I, I want to ask both of you guys this question because I was sort of fiddling around with this in my head. Uh, did did the Eagles lose? Did, did Washington win this game, or did the Eagles lose it? I think a lot of Eagles fans are going to say they lost it. They lost it, but you know, you look at the first three turnovers, not, not terrible throws, obviously by Jalen Hurts. The one in AJ Brown's hands was taken away by the defensive back there, who was number twenty five. Um, Quez made a really nice throw to Quez Watkins. Quez picks it up. He starts running. Then he gets hit and he drops it. And then, of course, there's a face mask on on Dallas Goddard that was not picked up by the refs which really altered 
how that play went. So, Trey, did Washington win this game or did the Eagles lose it? I think Washington won this game. You know, I uh, yeah, I think Washington came out there and they made the plays. I mean, because that could have easily, with the A.J. Brown interception, that could have easily been, all right, A.J., if we would have looked at this before, A.J. would have made that catch. Would have right. snatched the ball out of it, but Washington – they continue to scrap, and the defender continues to scrap for the ball, gets the turnover against the Dallas Goddard play. Yeah, you had a face mask, but again, hustle going out there and making a big play, trying to strip the ball. Yeah, you gave, gave up the face mask, but again, you're playing hard. And then with the um, Quez Watkins, you know, he gets up again, hustling, not giving up on the play, and then now you get a strip fumble. So, yeah, I think Washington went out there and they won the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. No one's saying the Eagles played flawlessly. Certainly they made mistakes. Mm -hmm. But, Adam, I, I agree with Trey. I think Washington came ready to play. They had a plan. They actually did what they've been doing the last few weeks as far as trying to pound the run, set up play action. And the game, the momentum changing plays went to Washington. I thought that they just played better and won it. I thought they scouted the Eagles well. They, they, they grinded the tape. They could see that the Eagles have a major problem uh, stopping the run inside. Inside, outside zone trap plays it was crazy and they were relentless they they were like okay Eagles until you stop we're going to continue to do it they couldn't get off the field and and you, there were a couple times where the Eagles said okay we're going to drop our safeties in well that's when they ran crossers and and got the Eagles in the, against the pass look they great job of advanced scouting by uh Washington's pro people they, they got the Eagles badly mm -hmm. they have a major problem right now against the run it's not a bad problem it's a major problem and, oh, by the way, who do they face on Sunday? Jonathan Taylor, who ran for nearly 200 yards on Sunday against the Raiders. Yep. And then, of course, down the road, not too shortly after, you'll have the Packers. And after that, you got King Henry, who you're mm -hmm. going to have to figure out how to stop as well. So, you know, obviously some warning signs, but we've seen those all of those warning signs all year long. The Eagles had been able to overcome them. This time, they were not able to. I want to go back to something Jason Avant said, not in this pregame show but it was actually the week before against Texans and I, I've been thinking about it for a lot this is a very strange part of the schedule for the Eagles Trey and where they had a bye week then they played two games in four days and then they were off for 11 days and Jason said he just thought that that from a routine standpoint that's really difficult and you know maybe the common fan says suck it up but that when you're a, a ball player and you're in a routine it's almost like you had two bye weeks two games in between that and it's hard to try to be in your routine. Can you understand that kind of line of thinking? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it does throw off your timing, you know, and it's all about timing, staying in your routine. Like you said, you have two, two games in four days. And then now you have another long break. You're coming off of a bye week you know, all of that does play into it because today seem like, you know, over the past couple of games, it just seems like you're coming off of the bye week. You know, where, you know, I, I had to go back to the schedule. I can't remember. Who did they play coming out of the bye week? They played, the, well, Pittsburgh. there was the Steelers. Pittsburgh. Then they played the Yeah, they played the Steelers. Thursday, right? Yeah, so you played the Steelers. And they, they looked a lot sharper against the Steelers. And then when you went and played the Texans at first, it was kind of like, all right, it was it had a little drag to it. Like, it felt like you were just coming out of a bye week. And then this game here, it just seemed like things weren't just, it wasn't quite as sharp as what you would expect for a team that's had so much time off that should be coming out ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Now they kind of get back into their regular routine. It'll be a little bit of a short turnaround since they played Monday night to prepare 
for the Indianapolis Colts, who obviously got a win in Jeff Saturday's head coaching debut, and Jonathan Taylor looked pretty good. In fact, Adam, I, Adam sent me a text in the middle of the game, like, "What's Jonathan Taylor going to do to this team?" The way they're they're <laughs> defending against Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. So uh, let's get into a couple of things. We'll talk about the Eagles offense against Eagles D. I'm sorry, against the Commander D, and then vice versa. Then take a big picture look at the what the one loss means for them now. Uh, as far as the offense, Adam, you know, it's strange because in the first half, they only had, I think, four possessions and then really three, three real ones, because the last possession, there wasn't that much time left. They score touchdowns in their first two. Right. So they come out looking pretty good uh, and they were doing a passing. They came out passing. And again, that that I, I know a lot of people feel that Jalen Hurts threw a ball into double coverage, but we have to be fair. He's thrown that ball. We, we have talked about Jalen Hurts trusting A.J. Brown to make catches all year long. And just two weeks ago against the Steelers, he made a similar type of throw into double coverage. A.J. Brown gets it. So I don't have an issue with him trying to find A.J. Brown. I don't have an issue with the throw. Again, I just thought the, the commanders made a great play on that. Yeah, and you look at the first half. This is incredible. I don't know what the, I don't know what the commander's record for running first half plays. Mm-hmm. 51 offensive plays to just – the Eagles 19, though, they, when the Eagles had it, they moved the ball really well. Right. But their inability to get off the field, they, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. They had they had a ton of first downs rushing. You know, they've not been a very good third down team. Mm-hmm. But they, they just had a plan. It's very clear. They were like, we're, we're going to run against them. If they stop us, we're in trouble. We're not going to ask Heineke to throw the ball a lot. That They know that. You can't, you can't ask him to do that. He's not the type of quarterback. And it, it worked. The Eagles just yeah. could not get up the field. It was crazy how great they were in third downs. They were 9 of 12 in the first half in third Right, down. right. You're right. You know what? By the way, I should have flipped this. We should talk about the Eagles' defense first, not their offense in jail. Okay. The defense was uh, issue problematic. We saw that. We saw, But, Adam, this is vintage what you and I talked about in the podcast leading up to this week and then the pregame show. It looks like Washington did a great job running the ball. But the stats say, no, they didn't. And we brought this up during the, the pregame show. They run in high volumes, but they only average 3.1 yards per carry. Brian Robinson, 3.3 per carry. That's not great in the NFL. Antonio Gibson, 3.1 yards per carry. So, But they don't give up on it. They devote to it. And it does help them set up where I think the Eagles really got hurt. And that's play action. There were times that... Washington came out with two tight ends and we're going to establish a run. But, oh, yeah. oh, nope, bam. They fake it, and then they hit the guy. The Eagles are at the edges. A ton of 12 personnel. In fact, I thought with Dotson back, they ran some 11, but mostly 12. And the other thing is, you know, Logan Thomas is healthy now. Uh, they got John Bates, who's a decent player. They got the kid we talked about in the pregame mm-hmm. who had a cat who had one play. Uh, I think might have got called back, 87, uh, the, the rookie uh, tight end who played quarterback in college. But Oh, right, right. They they got they just it, it was amazing to see them not not only not stop the run they could not get off the field it was it was it was striking but as you said though all that this game was winnable if they don't turn it over they're probably going to win it that's the craziness of teams that run the ball like this right you, you're taking so much you're, you're trying to wear down the defense and that's great but if you don't score every time it doesn't really matter and right. they didn't Joey Sly though wow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Joey Sly had some bad. It seems like every every kicker makes his career high against the Eagles. This goes back to like Matt Bryant. No, I just feel like it always had. There have been others, by the way, but it just feels like it's always against the Eagles. 
Trey, I've said for quite a while this year, and it finally manifested, but the attack plan to try to beat the Eagles or hang with them is to have blocking tight ends who can also catch a little bit and to do what Washington did, which is pound you with the run, pound you with the run. Then you eventually set that up with some play action. You attack the team on the edges. And then if you have some deep shots, you do it. And that's exactly what Washington did. Again, I'm, I know everybody's fixated on the run defense, but 152 yards is a lot of yards, but 3.1 per carry is not great. I felt the Eagles were more hurt on the response, what happened after they would establish the run, and that was play-action pass and the deep pass. Yeah, absolutely, man. When you go back and you look at it and you just look at the, the, the track of plays and you have four drives in this game that had over 10 plays, mm-hmm. you know, where you had 12, 13 plays, you had a 16-play drive. I mean, you know, that right there does not you, – you, 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 how can you win against that? When the, when the offense is going out there and they're sustaining these long drives, you have to find a way to get off the field. And again, like you said, a, a lot of it was running, and then here comes the play action. There was really good protection. For this to be an offensive line, going into this game, we were talking about all the injuries that was on this offensive line and, 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 you know, and how our defensive line should go out there and feast. You know, Sweat goes out there and has a sack fumble at the beginning. But after that, this offensive line held it down. For the most part, I mean, they came out there and was just like, all right, yes, we have all these injuries, but what we're going to do is what we do well is just going to run this ball down your throat. And then here we go, a couple play action plays. And then, you know, when he did have to just do a traditional drop back, I felt like the offensive line held up pretty good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I mean, th- I look at the, the way how many, they were like uh seven of nine on third down in the first half. And then it, then it became even more at one point it was 12 of 16. So, but they finished 12 of 21. So the Eagles did a much better job on third down in the second half, but then they couldn't score points after their first touchdown because they were turning the ball over. So people have said, Jonathan Gannon has to adjust. Joe, I don't know what, what adjustment he could have made. This team has been loose against the run all year long. I, I don't, is there something Trey that, because I did see in the first quarter, uh, Heineke completed some passes against their zone on third down. And then he started playing some two man in the second quarter. Guess what? Heineke completed some passes against that. So he definitely changed his coverages. He did try to do different things. I, that's why, again, I say Washington won it, but what, what do you think if you're John? I, I think you, you have to go back to letting you, you can't play with all that cushion, giving up all that ground. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, when you give up that much space, you know, especially with the cornerbacks that we have, they, they're, they're at their best when they can get up there and throw the receiver's timing off. But when they play off like that, I don't care if you play cover two, man, zone, whatever you're going to play. You know, if you give up that much space, I mean, the receivers are going to pick you apart. And, um, and that's exactly what happened when you go back and you look at it. And, I mean, we're playing off eight, five, six, seven yards off of the receiver. I mean, that's, that's not a winning recipe for us. It's like you're, you're trying to protect them from getting beat over the top. But, you know, you end up getting beat anyway because, you know, you're giving up so much room. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the last play of the game, well, not the last turnover, but um, Taylor Heineke, you know, and again, Taylor Heineke was not very good in the second half. I think Jonathan mm-hmm. did make, make adjustments, but Heineke scrambles. He gives himself up, and BG, I, I felt like uh, – Aikman was trying to cover for BG saying, Oh, you know, he tried to avoid him. He even slid, but I mean, the guy was knees were on the ground. You just run around him. It, yeah. I, I thought that was a really bad penalty. And, and, and mm-hmm. if it, if he doesn't commit it and they punt there, Eagles got a chance. I know. 
It was a mistake. Look, yeah, you, you're right because you know the rule as a player. If he's going to kneel, if, if he's going to give himself up, you got to pull up. And it wasn't just a momentum play. He just like sometimes this happens. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With players, they just want to tackle the guy. Look, mm-hmm. there, were some, there were some very shaky calls. The, the one where they called the Eagles on the personal foul. Clearly, he got him in bounds, not out of bounds. But ESPN did a good job of clearly showing that on the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams got job calls. Now, some were, by the letter of the rules, some were correct. Right. But the bottom line is uh, so many miscues, bad mistakes, uncharacteristic from this team. But yet, but yet, if Watkins doesn't fumble, it, I, I would pretty, I'm pretty certain they would have gone and scored. That would have changed the course of the game. That was about to say, that's the turning point of the game, right, Trey? I mean, Watkins, Watkins I, I don't even know how that happened. Uh, first of all uh, it didn't even seem like he had to dive for the ball to go to the ground i thought it was a really nice throw to hurts but maybe he just lost his balance but you get up mm-hmm. you gotta secure that ball yeah uh, you know and, and I, I get it you're just trying to make a play you feel like all right you know what something has to happen i'm gonna pick get up and let, let's, let's try to take it to the house you know that, that was just a tough play and i know right now he's just beating himself up over it because i mean if he would have just stayed down you know, this is a totally different outcome, but you're trying to make a play and you're trying to, you're trying to win the game and you know, it ended up costing. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, Trey, as far as what you saw from the defensive line, the Eagles D line uh, again, Washington did not have a very high yards per carry. They, they devoted to the run, but did you see uh, out of guys that you thought were out of gaps or did the linebackers maybe not do a great job when they, there was a, all right, let's, let's give an example. Robinson scores a touchdown where Fletch is trying to drag him the other way and he stretches his arm out. Fletch was there. He was trying to do it. The guy just stretched his arm out and scored a touchdown. Yeah, I I think that the backs just ran hard. You know, Mm -hmm. they just pounded up in there and they tried to get whatever they could from out of the run. And it wasn't any, like, there were only a couple big plays of runs that went over, what, maybe eight, nine yards? They weren't, they were all like three, two, three, four, five yards. You know, they weren't any big breakout runs. Nope, just one um, yard, one one run for 11 yards. That was 11 yards was the longest run of the game. Yeah, so, I mean, there you go when it's just constantly pounding. Chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. You know, uh, that's tough. You know, and I think that a game like this, you're definitely missing Big Jordan in the middle. You know, when you need somebody, when when a team is just out there just running on you, you're definitely missing a big nose guard that can control the center and can control the middle of that offense. What do they What do they do from here? Go ahead, Adam. I was just going to say, they started, I don't know if you know this, they actually started three D tackles. Tui Pelotu started. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's a not a good sign. You know, he's he's really a a fourth tackle. And Trey's so right. I get that Jordan Davis has his issues, technique. He Cosell, uh, Greg had a good note that based on what he had seen and heard, he can only play three or four snaps at a time and come off the field because he's just not there yet with his conditioning. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but they need a body. They need someone, he's 360, 350. They need somebody. Right now, their run defense is so pathetically bad. 
they're out of their gaps. They play without any discipline. I just don't know if they could stop anyone who, who's committed to the run like this. That was a good spot that you had about Tui Pelotu starting. I guess he started as as the nose in that yep, in that sure five did. man front. Sure it seems like they're reluctant to want to use Javon Hargrave there, and I can only imagine um, that's because they really want to use Hargrave as a you know they don't they don't think he's a well we've we've actually said it many times this year. It's not like he's much better against the run. He has become a natural three technique since coming over here trey i mean do you i, I know he had the experience and and tui Pelotu played some nose at usc but uh i guess this is where i say what does jonathan gannon do until jordan davis gets back yeah i don't know uh more base yeah say <laughs> so what now more base cut you know do you get extra line like a linebacker on the field no you can't do that because th- then you get picked apart you know because you're still right. gonna have to play some type of form of nickel so right. you know um yeah, I, there's. I really don't know. You're gonna have to have guys that's gonna play have to play a little bit more discipline. You got to get a safety that can get down in there and, and doesn't mind putting his nose in it. Yeah, I mean, I think that we have to come to the grips, the reality, and we did for the first eight weeks that the Eagles are not going to be a a great run defense. They're going to have times where they're leaky, and that's why it's really important for them to be a ball control offense to get leads, which they've done well. And I think you guys summarized the best. They were on their way to being able to take this game over on that Quez Watkins play. And once he fumbled, and then if you want to factor in the Dallas Goddard fumble, which, you know, <laughs> the guy's getting face masks. That's kind of a, a raw deal there. That That's not going to happen there week after week. And it happened this week, and it happened at the, at the worst time for the Eagles. Let's True. let's take a quick break. We'll get into some other things. Eagles offense, Jalen Hurts, the wide receivers. Um, but first, we're going to – Take a break to hear from our friends at Rivers Casino and Sportsbook. Game night for me is every night. At the place where I meet up with the guys, grab a cold one, and watch the big game on the big screen. So whether it's the money line, the pass line, or parlay, I'm in it to win. This is my city, and this is my place. Hey, it's Jeff Mosher. Adam Kaplan and I love using Anchor for our Inside the Birds podcast every week. It's so user-friendly, anyone can create their own podcast, and you should too. Just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor gives you everything you need to start your own podcast from your phone or computer. Its creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast for a professional sound and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so many other platforms. It can be heard by everyone, just like Inside the Birds. You can also make money from your pod with no minimum listenership. What are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to create your podcast today. All right, big thanks to our friends at Rivers Casino and Sportsbook, where we also do our Inside the Birds pregame live show. And uh, we had a a great show. A lot of Mm -hmm. the things that we said in the show, Adam, Trey, like really did come uh, into fruition here. We knew this was going to be a tougher game the second time around. We knew Washington was going to stay devoted to the run through thick and thin. And and again, they had some thick moments for them or thin moments in the second half there. It got a little dicey. Uh, And we also knew that, Devontae Smith was going to be a bigger part of this game because he had only averaged 22 and a half receiving yards over the last two weeks and they had to make him a part of the game. And on his, this is crazy. I, I've never heard of a stat like this before, but he's the first player, apparently, according to 
the uh, Monday Night Football crew <laughs> on ESPN, the first player to ever have receiving touchdowns on his birthdays in back-to-back years. Oh, man, that's crazy. Uh, oh, that's you never awesome. had receiving touchdowns on your birthday <laughs> in back-to-back no, years? No, no, I got back surgery on mine. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, on we birthday? played in New York on my birthday one time, mm-hmm. and I, I came off and, boom, herniated disc. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was awesome. Good times. Ooh. Man, you your injury <laughs> history with New York – it's just the, like from the game you missed and, you know, someone yeah, had to in yeah. and a lot of sacks to, to yeah, that is yeah. not very good. But Smith no. did have six catches, 39 yards. What did you think in general about the Eagle offense? Um, you know, th- again, they had a very good shot to take the lead there and or change the game. Um, but it, I'd say after the Watkins touchdown, they still got the ball a couple of times and it just didn't look like it looked like Washington had a good beat on what they were trying to do. Yeah, I agree. It didn't. It, it didn't seem like they uh, that they were in sync. It just seems like a couple of the passes were just off. Uh, it seemed like some of the timings was off. Uh, you know, um, and I get it. Sometimes Jalen, to me, it looks like some of the throws were behind the receiver at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's more of a timing situation. So, um, you know, and that's what happens when you take time off. You know, when you have all of this time off, and then sometimes when your practices are a little lax and you don't get it that full speed um, uh, rhythm. And then, you know, here we are, you know, where the ball is off or, or if you're expecting them to be at one place, but they're in another, you know, and that's something that you're going to have to make sure that you go in and correct as you continue to move forward. Adam, if you're the Eagles, are you, and cause we always see the Eagles get involved with the competition committee when mm-hmm. something really affects them. There have been a couple of uh, rules changed because of things that impacted them, how strong of a push do you think they will make to have penalties count when you're reviewing a play? I mean, I think if we're going to talk, say the Quez Watkins is the turning point, we also have to fold that in with Dallas Goddard's fumble there because again, yeah. break down by his helmet. Oh, you mean when it's up when it plays up for review? I mean, on a turnover, you should be able to. To I mean, count the same... the, if there's a penalty involved, yeah, that should be looked at oh. because right now it's not. Yeah, they can't. In fact, you know, Belichick has tried multiple times. You can't. You should be able to. He's had. He's tried to get every uh, flag reviewable. Right. He's, he's had all sorts of tries to get the NFL to, to to do a better job of making sure they get the calls right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. I agree. Look, this is this is one where very egregious, embarrassing. In fact, Aikman caught it right. He, he he wasn't, you know, at first, like we all thought he got the ball. No, he got the guys, he got that face mask. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Uh, yeah. That's bad. Yeah, that that's bad. But look, they were sloppy. Washington, look, I give them all the credit in the world. Great coaching. This is a great job by them. Heineke, I mean, he, he you see how limited he is. It's very clear to me what, what they're doing here. They know if they ask him to throw a lot, they're in major trouble. The more you yeah. ask him to throw, the worse it is. Just Just pound it. If Philly stops us, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They hung in there. But yet all that running, okay, all that running does is keep the score down. It keeps the game close. And the Eagles had a chance to win, but they blew it with the turnovers. They would have won this game. They're, they're, they're so much better than Washington, let's call it like it is. But I give the, their coaches credit. They coached a hell of a game. They deserve this. But we, we kind of know by personnel, if you compare everything, the Eagles are much better than them. But, hey, better team doesn't always win. Hey, listen, what do we say? What's the number one reason we thought the Eagles were undefeated? It's because they won the turnover battle. And this is the first time they did not win the turnover battle, and they turned it over multiple times in a game. 
some of it a little bit flukish. So that's why I would agree with you. I think that I think Washington's defense is really good now. I mean, uh, the, Saint yeah. Juice um, and the yeah. other corner Great. Fuller they made some really good plays. So I give them them credit. But obviously, they needed the Eagles to really kind of fall on their faces or some some favorable calls or non calls for them to be able to do that. With the call that um, where Heineke was uh, not called for for downing the intentional grounding. They said he was outside the tackle box. I'm not sure about that one. What did you guys think? Did you guys agree with that? When it was a snap went over his head? Yeah, the yeah, the snap went over his head. <sighs> yeah, I mean, how far does the tackle box go back? That's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's it can't just be like, all right, between the tackles and it goes all the way back to the to the goal line, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't think that there was of, a depth to it. I thought it was just a width yeah. thing, not a yeah, depth Yeah, I'm thinking thing, this. But... They they looked at it more of the depth of it just because of the snap. Yeah. And then now at that point, it's about, okay, if the ball gets to the line, get across the line of scrimmage. Right, right. Uh, okay. So, well, yeah. you know what? I also thought Jalen Hurts got away with one in the third quarter on the, their second series where they punted because he was kind of scrambling around there inside the pocket and just threw the ball out of bounds, and they didn't whistle him either. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent, as a player, how, you know, the Eagles lost the game. Are they going to just wake up and on Monday and say, hey, we lost the game? You know, the the whole dream is over of undefeated, or they're not even going to think that. Yeah, I think they're going to wake up. You know, you're going to get up Monday morning. All right, let's get back to work. You know, um, just, just, you know, sometimes, just like when you, when I first said, hey, man, we're going to go undefeated. Somebody, everybody like, oh, man, you know, I want them to lose the game because it helps you refocus. And mm-hmm. I think that this is one of those games that, all right, you know what? You, Cause you should have won this game, but mm-hmm. all right, you get beat. All right. So now this is that smelling sauce that wakes you up and all right, let's get back to work because I mean, this, the season isn't over with, it's not time to piss on the campfire. You know, you just go ahead, <laughs> you shake it off and, and we get back to it, you know, and you just take it from there. Yeah. You like that piss on the campfire. That was hilarious. On the I haven't heard that one. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody when we're on radio and people call up on the fanatic tomorrow, when we're, me and Adam are on and people are like, Oh, this is the word fire. But they go, no, no, no. This isn't time to piss on the campfire. No. I don't know if we could say, we might have to say urinate. There's no time to urinate on the campfire. <laughs> we were allowed to say this on uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to think that this, this, this defensive run tape is so embarrassingly bad. The players, it's got to be humiliating. Trey, let, let's just say an offensive, like, okay, so you're a lineman. Mm-hmm. Let's say you guys had your whole unit over the years. Let's say you had a bad game, right? Not just one guy. Collectively, you had a bad game. Would it not bother you when you watch the tape? Oh, absolutely. This is one of those tapes you don't want to go back and watch, and it's going to be embarrassing. And, but but it's, you know what? You have to take – you know what? When I was young, you know, my mom and them, we used to take, take castor oil. You ever had castor oil? I remember, like but no. Oh, yes. It was terrible. It's it like you, you went to take it, and it just drops down your throat. It was the worst medicine ever, but it helps. You know what I'm saying? So this is that castor oil. You have to take that, take your medicine to help you get better because you're going to have to go back and study. Okay, look, this is what we did wrong. You just had two games where the running backs just had their way with you. So now, uh, hey, you know what? Obviously, we didn't get it corrected after the Texans game. So now here we go again against Washington. Hey, look, we need to get this corrected. If 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 winning the Super Bowl is our ultimate goal, and if we have the leadership that we think we have in this locker room, you guys need to watch this film, take this medicine, and let's move forward. 
See, I always thought the castor oil was something that just tasted so horrid that everybody would just say, I feel a lot better. I don't want to ever taste that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, that oh, was you parents who thought their kids were faking it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Either that or so bad, it just distracted you from whatever was bothering you in the first place. <laughs> Trey, Trey, let me ask you a question. Would one... We like have like a highlighter and say, "What was this? Like, what would what would they what would he say to you when it was you had a bad? Oh, flight? like we would go. Everybody was sitting there and watch film, and he would just we would hey, look, you needed to do this, and you needed to do that. We would have all of our corrections. We would go wow. through all of the corrections as a group, you know, and that's and that's what's important as well. You can't do it where you just correct one person on their own. And then Cole go somewhere else and, hey, man, why don't you come in here and watch it? No, you need to have everybody in there as a group, and they need to make these corrections as a unit. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, because once you start singling guys out and making it, then it, make, it makes it even worse. So if you can correct everybody as a unit, it can only help this team get better. Yeah, definitely. Um, A.J. Brown, by the way, four, four, four targets, one catch. Twice, you know, not just the interception, but there was a slant that I think St. Juice did a nice job of nice jumping slip. in front. Yeah. And, and yeah, he had slipped on it, he, but he just didn't seem to have his normal juice tonight. And, you know, you know I what? guess his normal juice. Wait, yeah, that, that injury. Remember, he got hurt. He, yeah. he hurt his foot early in right. the game. That's right. Yeah, I just want to make sure we mention that because I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. I hope it's nothing because it mm -hmm. didn't look like something. But it's yeah. you can get fooled sometimes with these, these little – when you turned your foot on on grass but anyway mm -hmm. maybe you're right maybe he just didn't have it i don't know that was weird yeah he he, he hasn't had a game where he didn't bring it and he just didn't have it as, as much as usual but I, look their offensive tape was shaky mm -hmm. although they had obviously the first couple drives looked great and then you sort of have lulls and it seemed like washington was starting to get a beat on what they were trying to do mm -hmm. and i think overall you know the offensive line they We'll see what the pressure number. We'll look into the pressure numbers. The, uh, but I, I don't think. I think what happened was they they were uneven offensively. Sanders, by the way, ran the ball well. He, he you know, he didn't run a lot, but when he did, he ran the ball well. But uh, the the pass game was inconsistent. Had some big plays, the plays they left on the field. Now the one that that Aikman said, I guess Galladay was wide open for a big play, and he threw it to Brown. Maybe I, I you know, I don't know what the play call was, but. We'll have to find yes. out about that. McLaurin, yeah, McLaurin being wide I'm open. I'm with right. you. I'm with you on that because I, I feel like AJ, that injury at the beginning of the game for AJ Brown may have thrown him off for the rest of the game. I wonder if they just kind of like, all right, man, we just need you out here. You know, mm -hmm. we just need you out here, and we'll try to, you know, be the decoy, but we need you out here. Yeah, I mean, and he only did have four targets, so only exactly. Three after that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good point. So I don't know, you know, to me because it seemed like. You know, because with, with the receivers, you know, after even talking with uh, Avant, you know, you just never know when he when when he slipped on that one play. It just seems like it was not good. So hopefully he's okay. Yeah, yeah, we will see. I'm sure we'll get a, a full thorough report uh, Tuesday morning from on the injury <laughs> front. Uh, yeah. The analytics people are going to look at this game and they're going to scratch their head. They're going to say, "Well, the Commanders." only converted 57% on third down. The Eagles converted 63% on third down. The commanders only averaged 4.1 yards per play. The Eagles averaged 5.6 yards per play. The commanders, <laughs> I mean, we're going to go, the red zone, I think also was uh favored the Eagles as well. Uh, the penalties were bad for both five for 58, seven for 75. But really, I mean, uh, you know, the, the analytics people are going to say, this is what happens when the ball just bounces off your fingers into the other guy's hands or you fumble because Adam, as you just said, 
from a statistical standpoint, you know, the Eagle, Eagles averaged for Eagles even had a better average per run, far better average per run, 4.7 than the commanders at 3.1. There's really very few statistics where you say Washington outperformed the Eagles, except for, yeah. of course, the turnover battle. But again, well, the first, right. Well, first half, look, they, they, they competed. I think they completed it. They got 75% of the third downs, which is embarrassing. Right, but that just shows you how bad they were in the second half. I don't think they had a single third down in the second half. No, no doubt. They were terrible in the second half. In fact, look, the only touchdown they had was, uh, the, the of all people, Casey Tuhill with some culture. <laughs> how <laughs> fitting that. is that? Like, if you're going to lose. Yeah, it's like salt in the wound right there. Former Eagle, but this is this game was there. This game, if, if I, I felt if Watkins doesn't fumble it, they're going to win the game because mm-hmm. they had the momentum going. That was a Big time throw, great catch. It's a shame because Watkins has done very little this season other than yeah. the decoy. Yeah. He, he actually, because of that catch, wound up leading them in receiving yards. Yeah, how about that? Very odd. All right, we're going to take one more break, come back, and just maybe take a look at what this loss means for the Eagles in the NFC where, you know, they had they were in the driver's seat. But we want to take a break to hear from our friends real quick. From cars in Westchester, it's a different sort of dealership. All it takes is one look at their Highline pre-owned vehicles that people all over the country want to see. Owner Brett Schiller, make sure you don't spend a dime of your money before you purchase the car. Sky Motor Cars allows you to make all the decisions regarding your next vehicle. At Sky Motor Cars, you never have to spend more than necessary. Visit SkyMotorCars.com today or call 610-918-7225. All right, big thanks to our friends at Sky Motor Cars. If you go out there and see them in Westchester, PA, make sure you tell them Adam and Jeff sent you. You will get a great deal. If you can't make it in, check them out at SkyMotorCars.com. Huh, 8-1 and one now. You know, like you're in the driver's seat. Now it's 8-1, and one, and the Minnesota Vikings – are eight and one. Now the Eagles have beaten the Vikings. So they sort of get that half game advantage there. Uh, but the giants all of a sudden at seven, two, seven and two with yeah, well, two games left against the Eagles, uh, man, it's so nine and oh versus eight and one is a huge difference right now, Adam, isn't it? I mean, you can see like you, you can't really slip up again and just expect to automatically get that number one seed. No, look, they, they, then they, they played the Colts uh, Sunday in Indy. I get the Colts aren't a very good team, but they can certainly run the heck out of it. And Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's over the ankle injury, at least seemingly right now. Then they play the Packers. You, look, you never know with the Packers. Plus, they they when they decide they want to run, they can run. They've got two good running backs. But I, I still think that, you know, if we're being honest here, the Eagles are, are still the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Until proven otherwise. Uh, you're right. There's a big gap. Like, if they would have won this game, Plus, you would have the confidence where you, you turn the ball over a ton. You still had a great chance to win it. That's the craziness of this game. And by the way, right. great call on the four field goals. Didn't you call that today? I did. Not points, only right? did I call 21 <laughs> points for the Eagles, because I, I, I called the 21 to 12 win. Yeah. I called 21 points for the Eagles and 12 for the for Washington on four Unbelievable. Field goals. So yeah. the only thing wow. I was wrong about was the two touchdowns. Yeah, one was a, a, a bubble return, right? Yeah, yeah. One was flukish. I almost hit this go. thing on the head. Nice job. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody's yeah. really happy for me. <laughs> but Eagles also, lost. Fire also, Washington's five and five. In fact, I think yeah. if the season like did, did did the whole if the season ended today thing, yeah. the entire NFC East is in the playoffs. Is is that accurate? Because they're five. Uh, and five? The conference right now, no, Washington would not be. Oh, okay. The Niners have not played the tenth game. They're five and four. You're right. 
You're right. But they're so, close. Look, yeah, see? three are in, and one's on the one's knocking and, on the doorstep. And and, and wither Carson Wentz right now because Heineke keeps winning. He's not getting the job back. That's just the way it works in the NFL. Now Carson's available to play next week. The Washington uh, Commanders have. Do you remember who they play next week? The I remember. Commandos, I think it's the Falcons. I think it's the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken. It was a winnable tw- game for them. Week twelve. Uh, 11, is it week eleven? Either the Texans or the Falcons. Texans, remember, they're actually uh, the Texans. Yeah, they're wow. Accused. And then the Falcons after that's two winnable games. I mean, do you? Do you uh, here's what I think happens. I think that they go to Carson Wentz, back to him. But if he struggles literally for a half against the Texans, then he's he's back on the bench and and Heineke's in. I doubt it. I really, really? doubt it. Yeah, because here's what I, I know. Here's why it's going to happen again. I know, but and I'm with you. Look, I wouldn't. I would, but the problem is there are two issues. Uh-huh. Rivera's a defensive coach. He cares about turnovers. Right. He, he's not an offensive coach. He sees it differently. These defensive coaches see it differently. And 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 two, the players adore Heineke because he's moxie. He's got a lot of juice. They, they understand they understand how limited he is as a passer. But hey, he gives you a chance. He had a terrible turnover. He never should have thrown that ball. Mm-hmm. But Wentz. I mean, the game that Eagles smoked him in, in uh, week three, once was a big reason why they lost, uh, Washington lost that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Trey, do you agree with Adam? Do you, th- you think Wentz yeah, is I agree. I, you know, it's tough, man, because Wentz is such a, a good guy, you know, but it just seems like everywhere he goes now, it's, you know, he's losing out to the to the backup quarterback, and it's, it's just been happening ever since 17. And, uh yeah, it's just, it's just tough, man. You know, especially when your backup comes in and everybody rallies around them, and it's just in the team, and they go out and they win and they win. It is, it, you know, it's just tough for them. Does this mean the Commanders are going to win the Super Bowl now? I mean, is this? No, like, I don't uh, think they're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to go that far, but I mean, you know, they definitely have something special going. Yeah, they definitely do. It'll be very, it'll be fascinating to see. And then, of course, you know, next week. Adam mentioned it, Jonathan Taylor. They got to figure out a way to get this thing rectified quickly. And by the way, you know, if Matt Ryan's not completely done, Michael Pittman and uh, who's the other receiver who's really oh, – Paris Campbell Paris has really come on for them. Great. So it's not like they can't hit you with a little play action after they get Jonathan Taylor warmed up and they've got some tight ends that can block too. So the recipe is there. The Eagles are really going to have to figure this thing out, Trey. I mean, I, I, I saw Slay getting beat. Today, yeah. where I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, where's number two? Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is, three, four yards behind the receiver. That's, I mean, you know, that was very uncharacteristic, especially when you're giving up six, seven, eight yards anyway, and then you're still getting beat like that. I, you know, that this is definitely something. This this is a take your medicine game. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody's yeah. gonna have to go back. You know, you just got knocked off your high horse. What are you gonna do next? I agree. I thought Slay and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I know he had the pick, but I mm-hmm. thought there were a couple of times, especially in the first half, where he did not do a great job in coverage. Uh, last thing I want to bring up. So there was some question as to whether on the third and 13 that there was a penalty. This is the third quarter, right? There was a penalty that Nick Sirianni declined. Actually, it was oh. it third and seven? Yeah, uh. on the field goal, all right? And people said, "Well, why didn't you accept the penalty? Would have pushed. It would have went from third and thirteen to third and eighteen because it was a false start." Yeah. Um, my view is, I understand why he did because I think if they accept the penalty and it goes to third and eighteen, what does every defense play on third and eighteen? Back, back, back. 
What does the yeah. offense do? They throw a screen. They throw something. They get like seven or eight of those yards back. So mm-hmm. there is a chance that he would have had a shorter kick if they accept the penalty and they get the seven or eight yard screen or quick run up the middle or, or whatever it is. So uh, I don't think it was as egregious. By the way, that happened the next series that Washington had a third and 13, uh, no, a third and 18, and they threw a little screen. Of course, it was short of the first down, but they picked up like 15 yards on it. So that that just go to show people. I don't think Nick Sirianni made a bad decision there. It didn't wind up costing him in the end. However, special teams was not great again. I mean, the punt that Aaron Sipos had to run away his life from, what was that all about? I don't know what that was. And and remember, they they gave him a 40-yard return, but there was a penalty in Washington to open the game, I think. Yeah. That was bad. Uh, you know, there was no win there at all. That's that. That's the other thing that Joey Slot's got a cannon. He's always had problems with accuracy. That's why he's bounced around. Yeah. But my goodness gracious, he's got a cannon. And this is a night, man. If you're go kick a field goal because there's just no win. It's rare at the length that there's no win. We were talking about that in the pregame. Yeah. And uh, look, the, overall, look, the, the, they got to correct the, uh, the the run defense is, is a major work of progress. Going to take a while. And Trey brought it up though. The pass defense, they were so soft in coverage. What the heck was that about? Well, we've we've talked about that quite a bit. They start off that way. They make adjustments, but sometimes it's a little bit too late. Mm, we will good. see what happens next week. Uh, we will all be back after Sunday's game when the Eagles face the Indianapolis Colts. Of course, we'll have the pregame show. The next Inside the Birds podcast will be our film review show, and that will drop Wednesday morning, so short short turnaround for us. That's going to do it for this edition of Inside the Birds post game live for Adam Kaplan, Jeff Mosher, and of course, Eagles Hall of Fame offensive tackle.